Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into. The topic we are going to go over today is four signs it's time to switch out an exercise for muscle growth. But before I get into that, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. And first, that is leave a rating and review. Um, If you found this to be helpful in any way, uh, that will just help grow the podcast and get more exposure to more people um, so they can get access to this information as well. Uh, so that would be greatly appreciated. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, JeffH91 underscore. That's where I'm most active with my content. So if you want to see that from day to day, you know, some training updates, things like that, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Then I have my email list uh, with that, send out content about four times a week, um, and then also lead you to other content that I've put out throughout the week. Um as well. And then you do get first dibs on any offers or specials or anything that I have with coaching or anything like that. And then lastly, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. So with that, I help you build muscle, lose body fat, so you can look better in your swimsuit. So you're obviously going to get on a, we're going to dial in your training. We're going to dial in your nutrition to make sure it's geared towards building muscle, losing body fat. And then we'll also dive deep into your lifestyle so we can figure out, you know, what really your bottlenecks are from what's keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. And so uh, the link for that is in the show notes. And with that, you're not obligated to anything. It just uh, allows us to talk and see if you'd be a good fit for the program and if you would enjoy uh, the program or not. So with that out of the way, let's dive into the topic. So like I said, I want to talk about four signs. It's time to switch out an exercise for muscle growth. I get this question a lot in terms of like, hey, how often should I change my exercises? And so I thought this would be a good post to make. And then obviously um, a good thing to kind of elaborate. Yes. So, you know, one of the things you need to do in order to look better is to build muscle. I've talked a lot about how that is very important for improving your look. I don't think, I think obviously a lot of people can benefit greatly from losing some body fat, but a lot of times people just don't have as much muscle as they think they do um, or as much as they should have if they want to really improve their look. So, and then one of the main principles of building muscle is to implement progressive overload into your training. You know, we want to make sure that over time we're getting stronger, adding some reps, adding some weight, just doing, uh, just doing more over time. You know, we need to send that signal to your body that, Hey, we, we need to build more muscle than what we currently have. And in order to get there, you know, there's no must do exercises for building muscle. I've talked about this extensively before, you know, people put a lot of stock in certain exercises, but there are no must do exercises for building muscle. We have a lot of um, variety that we can use there for that. And exercise selection can affect progressive overload and therefore muscle growth. If you're constantly changing exercises, progressive overload is going to be tough, right? So people run into this issue where they change exercises too often, and you're not really ever able to overload. You're always just kind of learning how to do the movement, and you're never really dialing it in. So you just kind of spin your wheels. You're working hard, but you're not actually overloading. And you probably can't overload doing that. It's just going to be a lot tougher and more confusing, and you're just not really going to know for sure if you're progressing. And I think a lot of people want, like, you know, they people want these like concrete numbers of like how much muscle can they gain, how much muscle are they gaining, what's my exact bot. But then, you know, when it comes to their training, they're just like all over the place. They don't want to have this like perfect number there with that. So it's 
so you can do that. You probably can't switch exercises in in overload, but it's just going to be way tougher and there's going to be a lot of noise. But then people go on the other side of the pendulum and they never change up their exercises and progressive overload can be tough there because if you do the same exercises over and over again, it's like they get stale. Um, you might just get sick of it. And then it's really hard to overload. So we want to kind of find that that happy medium there. So, you know, that common question I get is when should uh, you switch up exercises? Well, we're going to go over that today. We're going to, I have four signs that it is time to switch up an exercise uh, for building muscle. And so let's dive into them. So like I said, when it comes to building muscle, there are no must-do exercises. What you enjoy works well for you, may not work for someone else. However, there are three common mistakes I see made here uh, with this, with, with that. One, you change exercises way too often. You know, make sure that you're sticking to an exercise for at least one training phase. And so what I mean by that is don't, if, if an exercise like maybe doesn't feel great the first time people will switch it up or whatever, it's like, you know, give it a couple times, try to stick with it for one phase and see if it, if it's going to be something that can stick, you know, it might just take a little bit of time to get in a groove. I've had many exercises where I didn't like them at first, did them for a couple weeks. I'm like, okay, this actually ended up becoming one of my favorite. Next, uh, the next, um, common mistakes I see here with this is you fall in love with a specific exercise and then you never take it out. Um, usually these, I feel like are ones that like the, like the big three, like the deadlift squat and bench, like you know, people saw those numbers like go up quick. They see like, oh, people lift a lot with these. And so people fall in love with those exercises and then they never take them out. They just beat them into the ground, like just do them over and over again. I got to get to 225 on bench and just people just go crazy with it. Same thing with squats or deadlifts too. So that's the other thing is like people think that they 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 enjoy an exercise, they they enjoy pushing themselves on it and then they never take it out. And then three, thinking there are specific exercises you must do in order to build muscle. And I think, again, to go back to the big three, like the squat, bench, and deadlift, like that became like the staple of every exercise program. So people think like, oh, if I want to build legs, I got to squat. It's like, no, you actually don't have to, to do that. And with those last two, you end up pushing specific exercises into the ground, but at some point you will want to switch them out. Okay. So again, people change too often, but then people just stay with exercises for too long. Like I mentioned here at the beginning. Um, and again, we want to find that, that happy medium there uh, with it. So first, so one more thing, what is considered changing an exercise? I think this is important to note too. Anything that uses different equipment, for example, going from a barbell bench to a dumbbell bench is a change. And when I say change, I mean from one exercise to another for the same muscle group. So, you know, a lot of times, sometimes people won't count like a barbell bench to a dumbbell bench as a change because it's still like kind of the same exercise, but it is different, right? So doing that, um, obviously even like changing grip and stuff like that too can be a change. Uh, but again, when we talk about changing exercises, we want them to hit the same muscle group, right? Like it wouldn't be like, oh, hey, change out back squat for a bent over barbell row. That would, you know, again, that's a change, but we want it to be muscle specific here. So here are four things I consider when changing out an exercise for a client. So the first is, you know, after each phase or towards the end, I'll kind of ask clients how they're feeling. Are there any exercise you went in or out? So the first is you dread it. Okay. I'm sure there are some exercises that you hate doing, but you know, you need to get uncomfortable, but you know, you need to get uncomfortable to make progress. So you do have to walk a fine line here. So what I mean by that is just because you don't like doing something, I don't think you should necessarily take it out right away. You know, I think you should definitely try to push through it and see, um, and realize too, that not every exercise you're going to love. So like I said, there is like kind of this fine line that you need to walk here, but if you just dread something and have been doing it for a training phase or two or longer, it might be time to just switch it out. 
Uh, if you dread an exercise, you're less likely to push yourself on it. And it may be, and you may even be tempted to skip the gym altogether. You know, for example, let's take a client that hates lunges. If you hate lunges, you're probably not going to push yourself as much as you can. Some people will, but the the chance of you pushing yourself and, and progressively overloading is going to go down. And even some people will be like, you know what? I hate that exercise so much. I'm just not going to go. I know for me, this was like any leg exercise uh, in the past. It was like, you know, I dreaded it so much that I would end up skipping the gym um, from time to time, just like, so I would always go for upper body. But with clients, you know, people that don't really like exercising as much as me, like this is way more common. Um, so definitely need to see if you dread it. You know, if you can't give your best efforts consistently, you won't build as much muscle as you could. So consider switching out for another exercise. So again, if you hate barbell bench press and you haven't done dumbbell bench press for a while, probably, probably time to switch it out. Um, so if you're really dreading it, just hating doing it, you, you're, like I said, you do need to push through at least a little bit. But again, if you just hate it, it's really going to be tough to give it your all and you're going to be limiting. And, and this just goes back to, we have this uh, potential variety here. Well, we have variety. So we have this potential to be able to change up exercises and try different ones to see which ones uh, really work and which ones don't. And this may be a thing where you really like an exercise for a little bit. And then I'm sure we've all been there. We've done it for so long that eventually you just dread doing it. So uh, again, if you dread it, it's been a while, you know, if it's been two weeks, obviously not time to change it out, but if it's been, you know, one, two, three training phases and you're dreading it, time to switch it up. Because also on this, it's like, as you get better at the exercise, you do it longer, you're going to have to put more and more effort really into continuing to overload. And so that's just going to get tougher and tougher. So number two reason would be you haven't progressed in a while. I'm sure you've had an exercise that was progressing nicely and then all of a sudden it just kind of stopped or slowed down. Maybe you've tried things like moving the exercise first in a session, doing fewer sets, dropping the weight for a bit and doing more volume, et cetera. But no matter what, this exercise just doesn't seem to progress anymore. You know, this is a a sign that you need to switch out for the time being. Just be careful here with this thought process though of thinking that like one or two weeks of slow slash no progress is a plateau. Uh, you know, sometimes you're going to have a couple, you're going to have a training session that doesn't feel good. Uh, So don't overdo this. Again, this is why we want to stick with it throughout our training cycle. And then when that training cycle is over after four to six weeks, then you can consider taking out. So I think that's, again, the big takeaway here is one to two weeks of something, don't take it out, but change these out, make this change it. Like, again, if you know, for example, back squats, it's like they've really been slowing down uh, in terms of progress. Uh, I'm dreading it, you know, and it's week three out of five on your training cycle, wait till week five after week five to take it out. But again, if it's been a phase or two with little to no progress, it might be time to switch that exercise out for a bit. And like I said, I see this a lot with these big three lifts where people are like, how do I get stronger? It's like, you might just need to take it out for a little bit of time. You just drove that, that particular exercise into the ground and you've been trying to progress it for so long that it's time to switch it out. So again, one is you dread it Two is you haven't progressed in a while. And again, with clients, I'm going through their programming to see these things and checking in with them and getting feedback from them. Right. So again, if a client, I look through their numbers, they haven't really progressed in like two, three, four weeks on it. Um, and then when you look back at like the two last two training phases, they haven't really moved either. And they're starting to dread it. It's like, okay, probably time to consider switching this out at the end of the training cycle. Number three, your joints, tendons feel it more than the muscle. Maybe when you first started squats, they felt great. But now every time you do them, your knees and hips take a beating, but you don't feel as much in the quads. Or maybe you just feel super beat up each time you do it. But again, maybe your quads don't 
don't feel too bad. So that's the thing too, where like you feel super beat up when you do it. You're trying to hit your quads, but your quads really don't feel it though, but your whole body does your joints feel more. You know, this is a sign that you need to change exercises. Why? You're adding a lot of fatigue, but not stimulating the muscles as you need in order to build muscle. To me, this would be considered quote unquote jump volume. And Dr. Mike Isertel has his stimulus to fatigue ratio. And really what that means is from an overall standpoint, how much stimulus are you getting from that exercise and how much fatigue are you adding? If you're getting to the point to where your joints and tendons start to feel more, you're getting way more fatigue for the stimulus. So it's a poor SFR movement. And this is going to be something that is going to change over time. It's not always going to be the same. You know, you could start, say you haven't done an extra certain exercise for a while, the stimulus to fatigue could be pretty poor, but then you do it for a couple of weeks, get your technique dialed in. Then all of a sudden it's a good stimulus for a little fatigue because you got your technique dialed in. But then as you do that week over week, it, that fatigue starts to come up and the stimulus starts to go down. So you will over time have to change up your exercises. Um, but again, this is a good sign that you're just kind of at the end of the, your time with this particular exercise. So again, look over your training and, and see, and with my clients, I do the same thing, you know, getting feedback from them. Hey, how did this exercise feel? Is there any exercises that aren't feeling great? And then obviously if they, you know, give me feedback of like, Hey, I've been doing this and kind of hurts my knee. It's like, okay, make note of that. And we start to make that, you know, think about, think about what changes we're going to make in the next training phase. And then number four, you have to do way more volume than you once did to feel anything. And again, this goes back to that stimulus to fatigue ratio where stimulus might be low, fatigue might not be super high, but again, to get that stimulus, you have to do a lot um, in order to get that, that, training stimulus that you want. So again, I'm sure you've had some exercises where when you first did them, it was like one or two sets and that's all you needed. But now that same exercise needs like four to five sets to feel anything. This is a sign that you need to change that exercise. Uh, again, that particular exercise is just one of course, your body most likely got very efficient with that particular movement. And so you just need to take a break um, from it. Just same thing with like running your body gets, you know, when you first start running, your technique is not as great. And eventually your body starts to learn how to be more efficient with that. So like what you'll see here is, uh, and again, calorie burning is not what we're trying to do in, um, lifting weights, but with running, it's like when you first started, it's all new to your body and everything like that. You may burn, and I'm just making up numbers here. So don't take these numbers literally you may for a certain amount of of time that you did running you may have burned 100 calories but then like months later it may go down to like 70 calories because your body's just learning how to become more efficient with its with its movements um to basically be able to burn less calories uh because it wants to be efficient with its energy right especially if you're not feeding it so same type of thing happens with the with the weight training is you do get better at your at your technique but again, your body may start to get a little bit more efficient with it. And you just have to do more to get the stimulus that you want. So if time starts to become an issue, Hey, it's probably time to switch out that exercise for something else. All right. So a few things to consider before changing these things. One, keep an exercise in for at least a few weeks before changing. You can overdo this unless there's an injury, avoid changing exercises before four to six weeks. So the only caveat to that would be if you have an injury, then we do need to look at switching out an exercise. So it's like, Hey, if squats just tear up your knees right now, it's like, I'm not going to keep those in for a client. We're going to switch it out. Even though it's like, we have this rule of keeping an exercise in now, if it's not feeling the greatest, you're dreading it. And like I said, it's week four, you know, stay patient with it, finish it out, and then switch it out at the end of that training cycle. Changing rep ranges can help. Okay. So if you love an exercise or, or you have limited equipment, you can just change rep ranges. So this is where I see this run into an issue with people that work out at like home and they only have like a barbell or something or like some dumbbells. It's like, there's only so many variations you can do. And so 
instead of completely changing exercises because maybe you don't have access to that equipment or again, you're just limited on what you have, you know, you can change rep ranges. So maybe you've done like five to seven or like four to six on a certain uh, exercise. Maybe you bump up to six to 10 and change that up um, or like eight to 12 or something like that. Right. And then that can be enough of a change for a little bit. And again, we're going to wait to do that after the the training cycle. We're not going to do four to six reps for the first three weeks of a training phase. And then the last three, we're going to do eight to 12. We're going to wait until the end of that training phase. Don't, the next thing is don't underestimate small variations like grip placement as a way to change it up. Again, this is another change you can make that changes the exercise enough without having to completely change the exercise. So, you know, maybe you go wider grip bench press and then you move it in a little bit. Maybe you go wider grip over barbell row, you move it in a little bit. Maybe you go underhand, right? There's small changes that you can make with like your grip placement and where you you put uh, and whatnot. And like another one that comes to mind is like rows, like you know, for bent over rows, you could do closer to your belly, maybe a little bit more lat focus, then you can come a little bit higher up, higher up at some point for upper back focus, right? So don't underestimate how those small variations like that can make a difference without you having to completely do a new exercise. Uh, four is don't change too often, but at some point you probably have to switch something out. You don't want to change too often, but at some point you will have to switch out an exercise. So uh, again, if you've been doing an exercise for like four years and you're feeling these things, it's not progressing. Saying, okay, don't keep beating that into the ground, change it up. So practical application here. You don't need to show all four signs to change. You could wait that long, but at that point it's probably overdue. You know, feel this out. If you show one to two of these signs, that's when I would look at switching it out. So again, with clients, I'm not necessarily waiting for all four of these to happen. If they're dreading it and they have to do way more than they used to, it's like probably time to switch it out. Um, so I would say if you have, and also take into consideration how many other exercises you're changing out. So it's like, maybe you have already switched out like six different exercises and then you have one that like just has one of these things. Maybe you wait to to switch it out before you um, completely change it. So for example, with the bench press, you don't dread it and you don't have to do more volume to feel anything, but you haven't progressed lately and you're starting to feel it a bit more in the shoulders and elbows. At that point, probably time to switch it out. But if it's just like you dread it, everything else is good, maybe you keep it in um, for a little bit longer and see. So hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that gave you guys an idea of you know what you need to do to from uh, training cycle to training cycle in terms of, should I keep in an exercise or should I take it out? Again, if you have any more questions on this topic, you can reach out to me via email. Um, you can reach out to me via Instagram, whatever works best for you. Um, just let me know you listen to this. And if you do listen to this, please share it as well too. Um, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's it for this episode. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.